How's it going, everybody? Josh here with Dedicated Health, and we are joined today with the one and only Justin Bovenshin. Now, this wonderful partner of Dedicated not only just competed in three bodybuilding shows, but also just opened up the partner gym Savage Iron and Linton. But we want to hear all about it. So tell us about your bodybuilding shows and how they went. So we started probably November of 2020, and we did the National Night of Champions, and then from there we went to Phoenix, Arizona, and we did the USA's, and then we also did the Amateur Olympia two days later. So the USA's and the Amateur Olympia are both pro qualifiers. Unfortunately, we came up a little bit short on getting my pro card. However, after that, we kind of stepped back and we grouped. And I had actually went on vacation down to Dallas, Texas. And I was able to train with Brian Dobson, who trained Ronnie Coleman and Branch Warren and all these big time Mr. Olympia guys. And I got to train with him for a week and I learned a lot from him. So coming back from Dallas, Texas, me and my coach sat down and we kind of we kind of thought about maybe doing a show, maybe not doing a show. So getting closer to the Indiana state championships slash battle of state. So it's two shows combined. We were in shape and he was kind of like, Oh, well, why don't we just go ahead and do this? And I was like, all right, I'm all for it. So we went and did the Indiana and my weight had dropped a lot lower than it normally does. Normally I'm on stage about 175 and we, we got down under 170. So we tried the whole classic physique thing and, I won all my classes in the overall and the classic physique novice. And then I placed second in open bodybuilding in both shows. So we decided we were going to do North Americans and everything was going great. Um, I think I got down to 164 pounds before check-ins for North Americans. And then the night before the show, I got food poisoning and I got the COVID so when it came down to actually competing at North Americans, we did, we did the best I could. I passed out after I got off stage and we just kind of regrouped and we figured, you know, we're going to take a step back. Classic physique's not where I'm, it's not where I belong. I'm a bodybuilder. So the plan is really, you know, just get as big as possible and see what 2023 holds and take all 2022 off, focus on my gym, focus on, you know, more personal aspects of my life and getting everything where it needs to be. I, that's, that's impressive. Most people like struggle to get on stage in general, but you went up there with food poisoning and COVID. Like, did you, were you, how'd you do that? Did you almost back out? Like what happened here? To be very honest with you. So, um, it was prejudging started at eight in the morning and we got to the host hotel about six and I laid down and, you know, just trying to drink water, kind of keep myself hydrated as much as possible. I felt horrible. Didn't sleep the night before felt completely horrible. So it came down to it and I looked at my coach and I was like, you know, I don't know if I can do this, but we're, I'm going to push through it. So it was just kind of like counting down the minutes till I got on stage, counting down the minutes till I got off stage and just to where I could breathe and relax. So I actually didn't know I had COVID until I got home. I just kind of chalked everything up to, I guess this is what it's supposed to feel like to be, you know, at a national level, be this lean. I've got food poisoning. My allergies were acting up. So we went out there and we did the best we could. 
So bodybuilding in general is not an easy sport. True. And my coach was like, well, you've got a lot of grit and you've got no quit. And I think it's more bodybuilding for me. It's always been my dream since I was 15 years old and picked up a weight. But it's also a lot to prove not to just everybody else, but to my grandparents that you can set. You don't have to follow the mold society says you don't have to go to college. You don't have to work a nine to five job to be successful. And I also want to push that on my own child because he'll be he'll be five in November. But I don't want him to go to school and everybody cram it in his head that he has to go to college because I never went to college. I went straight to the Marine Corps after high school and I've become very successful through bodybuilding, through, you know, opening my own gym, which we recently opened two or three weeks ago. But I want to set that standard for him that if he works hard enough and he pushes to work for his dreams, his dreams are possible regardless of what they are. And I respect that a lot, too. It's very inspiring to see other people do that and push themselves to become better. And you've been very successful, not only in bodybuilding, but also, uh, like you just mentioned, you just opened your uh, first gym, maybe one of many in the future. Uh, So tell us a little bit more about your gym. So how did that come about? So I've always I grew up in Greene County, which is a bunch of little towns put together. I've ran gyms before as a gym manager. And it was always just kind of like, I knew what people needed in a gym, but not owning it, I couldn't change it. So I saved up some money. I left the Green County Sheriff's Department and saved up what money I could, got the loan for the rest and was able to almost, it was my brainchild. I was able to pick the colors I wanted, pick every exact machine I wanted, pick the way the layout looked. And from being, when I was in the Marine Corps, I got to train at Gold's Gym Venice. I got trained at Muscle Beach and then recently going to the Metroflex in Texas. So I had all these like ideas on how to build a gym, all these ideas on what I wanted it to look like, what I wanted the atmosphere to be. When I, when you walked in the door, whether you were a bodybuilder, powerlifter, just somebody who wanted to better themselves, I wanted them to feel welcomed, like, almost like a family. So that's where we went with it. And, you know, people walk in in the morning, they say hi. I had somebody message me the other day, said she was worried about being judged. If she came in, she's an older lady, but we've built in the short time we've been open. We've built that family, that camaraderie where there's no judgment. Everybody wants to see everybody else succeed. So I think moving forward with that, we will be successful because, you know, certain gyms, corporate gyms, a lot of people, you walk in there and they kind of give you a side eye and you walk in our gym. And the first thing, you know, we're going to ask you is, what can I do to help you? I want everybody to succeed, whether it's to lose five pounds and feel better in their own skin. They want to get on stage. I'll help them do that. But I just wanted that atmosphere. When you walked in, you're like, okay, this is where I want to be. That's awesome. And honestly, that's how a gym should be. Like you want to have a place where people feel like family and they want to be there, not just for themselves, but because they generally feel like they can help or be helped in that atmosphere. So I think that's an awesome goal. Oh, and I understand that you also help people with coaching both online and in person. Uh, if someone wanted to get coached by you, what would be the best way to get a hold of you? Um, they can they can call the gym. They can shoot me a message on Facebook. I've got the rates and everything on Facebook, but if you want to message me and ask me personally, that's fine too. But normally, you know, I push people more towards the coaching because it's a more personal. It's you know, 
24-7. You need something goes wrong, you need to call me, then call me. Something that goes wrong, you need to text me, then text me. Other than, you know, somebody wants a diet plan or a training program and I just give them one and I it's not as personal. You know, that's how a lot of people get into like cookie cutter programs and I don't want that at my gym. I want everything personalized towards that person who is spending the money to get their money's worth. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with that too. Like that's one of the best ways if you're going to pay for some kind of program or you're trying to reach a certain physique, honestly, you really, you should have the coach. Like even coaches need coaches. Like you mentioned, you have a coach. Yep. I have a coach. My coach has a coach. His coach has a coach. I have a coach (laughs) and I'm a coach. (laughs) Even Mr. Olympia has a coach. Yeah. It's, it's important because when you, especially in this industry, when you have someone who your entire life is based on helping other people, it's hard to take that time for yourself. And it's just so less stressful to have someone else just be like, do this. Yeah, I have a lot of people ask me like, you know so much, why do you have a coach? Well, because my coach is gonna tell me how to train, what to eat, what kind of cardio to do, what kind of supplements I need to take. And it takes the guesswork out of it for me, but it also lets me focus on my clients more Mm -hmm. on the other end of things. 100%. Well, that is awesome, Justin. I really appreciate you coming and joining us today. I appreciate it as well. Uh, If you want any more information from Justin, feel free to click the link below and you can reach out to him. Uh, We will be posting a podcast every Monday at noon. So please make sure you keep updated and I'm sure you'll be hearing from Justin again. But until next time, stay dedicated. See you later.